I'll say this, and I'll say this to anybody that's, that's watching this. It, it's cool to be the mayor. I'll say that. It is. It's cool to have that and be called the mayor and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, I, don't take yourself so seriously. Welcome to the Business Coffee Hour with William Gray Jr. I am your host. This podcast takes a deep dive into the human side of leadership and entrepreneurship. As a veteran myself, I spent 13 years in the United States Army, discovering and being exposed to what a leader can be, what they should be, and what a leader is not. Mm -hmm. um, find myself here in this great city of Pearland. And today, my guest is the mayor of Pearland, Mr. Mayor Cole. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, William. It's, a, it's an honor and a privilege to, to come in and visit with you guys and, and just have a conversation. Absolutely. I, I never really got to meet you in person so thank you for for joining us and like i was mentioning before we jumped on this city has really grown on me I, i'm new to paraland relatively my parents have been here since 2004 uh, and then uh, we bought a house in 2019 right uh, but what i have known is paraland feels like a small town that is destined to grow and be like a model for a lot of the surrounding mm -hmm. cities is that too far off no, it's not. And in fact, uh, one of our biggest challenges is how do we, how do we stay with that small town feel, right? And I tell people all the time, I said, and that is a, that is a challenge. And I think you have to be intentional in how you ultimately deliver that, right? We can continue to low, grow larger, but we have to grow smaller at the same time. And, and I, and people ask me, well, how do you do it? Well, you, new to Pearland living here, but your parents have been here for some time. And I'm going to say something and that, that this is old town Pearland ish, what I'm about to say. Um, and that is when you meet needs in a community, that's small town, right? Neighbor helping neighbor. Uh, somebody has a, a problem at their house or we've seen it in big events, whether it's a flood or, or those types of things, what happens? People band together, they come together and they take care of each, each other's needs. So I always tell people, and I'm very proud of what I'm about to say, and that is I've never seen a need in Pearland go unmet. Caveat, as long as the need is known, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're still humans, right? And we get proud. We don't wanna let people know we've got a problem. Um, and so as long as that need is known, I've never seen a need go unmet. And that's small town. That's neighbor helping neighbor, that's business helping, uh, you know, their clients and, and so forth and so on. And the larger we get, we have to grow smaller and make sure that we meet needs and we'll keep the small town feel. Right. I, I love what you're saying there. It's the human connections that, yeah. that makes us real. It's, uh, it's filling the need. And we were, we just had someone in here earlier too, um, on our other podcast, talking about the same thing, being able yeah. to ask for help. You know, being able to to be vocal that there's a lot of strength in that to say, hey, can you help me with this? Instead of being, I know you mentioned earlier, being so siloed to say, this is my problem. It's I not easy, right? It's not easy. You know, as guys, especially, oh, you know, I'm in control. I've got everything covered. You know, I can't ask for help. But sometimes we have to. Sometimes we just need to say, hey, I need a little help here. I need a little uh, consideration or whatever the case may be and allow the community to come in because on the flip side, 
you know, we were talking about faith just a second ago. Um, there is a point where we, we want to give, right? People want, they feel it in their heart. They need to give. And when you say, no, I can't accept it, you've just robbed them of the opportunity to give. And so that's, that's again, that's part of the community. You have givers in our community that just, without even seeing anything, consider it done. What do you need? Boom. There's people in our community that are like that. They're natural givers. And when you don't allow them to give, you've just robbed them of that joy. And, and so people, uh, I, I, again, I'm very spiritual and I think, I think things happen for a reason. And when people have a need, they just need to open up and say, Hey, I need some help. You were talking about veterans earlier, you know, and so many of our veterans have needs, uh, lots of needs. And, and at the same time, they've been trained to be, you know, rough and tough and in command and all those kind of things. Sometimes they just need to be a little vulnerable and say, Hey, I need, I need some help mm-hmm. and uh, open up and do it and let the community rally around them and, 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 and give what they need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe it was Brene Brown. She's, um, she's from Houston as well. Uh-huh. She says it a lot that there is strength and vulnerability and it's mm-hmm. on being able to share freely. Uh, you know, that's almost like oversharing everything that's going on in my life, but being able to say, I could use some help here. And you're absolutely right. There's a, I believe it's a, there's a proverb that says, uh, share joy is double, but share sorrow is half. Mm-hmm. So if you're able, when you can share your joy or service with somebody yep. else, you can double it, you know, now, yep. now two light, two uh, candles are brighter. Right. Uh, but when you share your sorrow, I'm not taking it on. I'm helping you ease through it so that right. we can kind of come through this together. Right. Yeah. So you've been mayor now for, what is it, three years now? Almost three years. Right. What, uh, what's like a lesson you've learned since becoming mayor that you didn't realize since before taking it on? Oh, I, lots of lessons. Um, you know, and I guess, you know, one of the biggest, um, biggest lessons, uh, I, I lead a council, right? And each individual council member, they're all duly elected. They all have different thoughts, different opinions, different, uh, they ran for certain reasons, right? And, and so I, I have to allow and, and watch and, and help them accomplish what they want to do. In fact, I, I, I said this when I first got elected, immediately after taking the office, uh, I told council, I said, you know, I want to help you accomplish what it is that you set out to to do as an elected official. Uh, but we have to do that within a confine of a team and, and a process and their staff, and there's a way to go about doing it and being professional. And so, you know, that one of the, one of the, the biggest takeaways is how do you, how do you bring this group together? Uh, and there's going to be votes where people don't agree and that's okay. Um, and, and the biggest lesson that you, you have to get across with, with, especially with new council members is it's okay to be disagreeable. It's okay. Uh, it's okay to not agree on this particular issue. You just don't take it to the next issue mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the next issue and then the next issue, right? You, you, you say your piece, you do it, you vote, and then you move on. Right. And, and everybody can, can walk out, pat each other on the back, shake hands and you. You move on to the next day and nobody takes it personal. Uh, I've seen councils, whether it's here in other locales, that they take things personal. 
And it's like, wait a minute, we're, we're, we're here to do business. You're here to, to, to vote your heart and your conscience and, and your opinions. Um, and I want you to do that, but let's make sure that we keep it about the team and about the city and let's, let's move things forward, right? As a team, um, you know, we were talking before coming on here. My biggest challenge is time management. You know, and those are, those are not easy things to, to always do because at the end of the day, we have 24 hours in a day. When I got elected mayor, I didn't add time. <laughs> you know, I only had the same amount of time, you know, as before as I do now. And now I've just got more to do. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, it's part of the challenge. That's part of, you know, who we are as, as elected officials, as business owners, as family people and all of that. We, we just have to, to manage that time and do it efficiently, uh, but still accomplish a lot. How has being a business owner helped you with running the city? Well, you know, I think, I think, uh, I encounter problem in my business life as a, as a real estate developer, you, you. I, I probably solve problems more than I do anything. Mm -hmm. Okay. That is, uh, I get up every day and I'm a solutions oriented guy and a problem presents itself and you go, okay, well, I, 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 we have to solve the problem, right? Same thing as a, as a mayor, same thing as a council member, you know, you get presented with problems. And so it's just a matter of having the skills to go about solving and, and creating solutions, uh, not creating more problems, but creating solutions. And so as a business owner, I, you know, I think I have a skill set to ask the right questions, um, and then move staff in a direction. Let's solve the problem. Let's not dwell in the, in the problem, but let's get to a solution as fast as possible and then move on. Um, there's always going to be, uh, a, a problem, right? And one of the things as, as a candidate three years ago, I learned that I want to, I want to be known as somebody who responds to things, doesn't react, let alone overreact, right? Um, because we're going to have problems. And so I actually ran a campaign based on that. And I said, I'm going to run a campaign as though I'm mayor. And so I know on any given day as a, as a mayor, that something's going to present itself and I'm going to have a problem on my hands, right? And, and, and the staff, as well as the citizenry, they're going to look to me as if, if I'm panicked, they're mm -hmm. panicked, right? If I'm concerned and worried, then they're going to get concerned and worried. And so as mayor, I have to sometimes take a big, deep breath and say, okay, I've got people looking at me. How I respond to this, the organization is going to respond in kind. Right. And, and I want to make sure that, that when problems and those types of things exist, um, that I respond accordingly, I respond in the right way. Uh, we recently had that with tax calculation that ended up in a $10 million, you know, budget shortfall. And in the moment finding that problem existing, right. I mean, in the moment hearing about it, uh, my response to staff was, I just need everybody to take a big, deep breath. Mm. We're going to get through this. We're going to work it. We're all going to be fine. But I need everybody to just clear your head, clear your thoughts. Don't get worried about this. We're going to work through it. And set the tone that leadership through it, right, 
is 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 taking everybody and say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pull you along. We're gonna be all in this together. It's not just me. I I didn't look at it and say, okay, well, I didn't create it. Go <laughs> go fix it, right? No, uh, that's that that I, I think that's 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 the wrong way to go about the leadership. It's like, no, we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so let's make clear decisions in the process. And you know what I hear saying you saying as well. Could we say the military uh, calm is contagious? Right. If you can stay calm, I may, I may steal that. Right. If you can stay calm in your yeah. in your actions, others yes. will do that. And you said it clearly for me. Right. That's how I relate things. Is how I you, you came across a problem, right? That obviously uh, you couldn't create, but you can take ownership of. And right. if you can stay calm, everybody else is looking to you. And it's kind of like our kids. I, I refer a lot to my kids. I've got yes. four. You have four. Crew. I have four kids. Yeah. Right. Um, when they fall down, they look at me like, is he going to overreact? Or if they drop something, they spill the milk. I said, overused classic, but it's, it made sense when you have kids. Like, yeah. Don't cry over spilled yeah. milk. But yeah. they'll spill something and they look at you. Are you going to get mad? And I'm like, I have to remind myself in that moment that calm is contagious. Yeah. If I stay calm and say, oh, it's okay. What are we supposed to do? We clean it up. Now, I don't even have to say anything. If, they just clean it up. If you react as though they're hurt, they will be. Mm. Correct? Yes, sir. They'll start crying. They'll feel hurt. They'll, I mean, a, a child falls, they get, they bang their knee or, the, you know, whatever the proverbial, you know, scratch on their knee. If we overreact to that, they react to that. They respond to that. They overreact, right? How is that any different with adults? How is that any different with employees? How is that any different with different organizations? If we overreact to that, well, then I must, we must be in a, in a world of hurt if the mayor's reacting in a certain way. So instead, like with the problem that I, that I talked about, I said this from the dais when we had a public meeting over it. I said, guys, the public is going to find us being business-oriented, professional, and tending to the business of the city through this. We're not gonna overreact. We're not gonna go out there and, and uh, cry over it. We're not gonna do those, those types of things, but instead we're gonna roll our sleeves up and along with staff, we're gonna fix this issue and we're gonna move on. We're not gonna dwell in it. We're not gonna overreact, but we are gonna respond and do it the right way. Now, you know, as, a, a, as somebody, I've got adult children, so mm-hmm. I've, I've learned as my kids grew, I've matured and grown with them, right? right. And, and, and so, you know, you take that into the public life as a, as a mayor, you, you know all eyes are on you in a moment. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in fact, I, I said to counsel in the midst of, of finding this out and, and having the first public meetings around it, I said, our leadership, we are going to be defined at, from the public on how we react and respond in this moment. And that's when I followed it up and I said, the public is going to find us being diligent, responsible, professional, and businesslike in this moment. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how we went about attacking the problem. Uh, and again, I like that. Calm is contagious. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to take that. <laughs> use that. Yes, the way where you heard it. <laughs> no. I'm going to take it and use it. <laughs> so I love that we can, there's ways that you found that we can, that's made you a better in your position as mayor. 
from being a business owner and a father, sure. but what ways has you being a mayor made you a better father or business owner? That's a great question. I don't know that I've pondered, you know, that. I, I, I think it's the, the gravity of the responsibility. Let me say that. Uh, a lot of people, you know, sometimes want to know what goes on in my head <laughs> as being the, the, the mayor of a city. I mean, we're a city of 130,000 people. When you look at us up and down the line, I mean, we're the, somewhere around the 28th largest city in, the, in the, one of the largest states in the United States. And so across the board, we're considered a big city. And so uh, when you take on the leadership component of this, you know, people look to you, right? And so it's the gravity of that. And it's, it's the responsibility. It, it, it's adulting on steroids. <laughs> I always tell people, I said, because I've got a responsibility, not just to my family, but I have a responsibility to 130,000 people. And, and so taking that on. So how does that help me? It, it, I think it's in the moment of knowing and understanding who you are, the position that you hold. Um, so that translates to my family. My family know that their father, their pops, their husband is the mayor of a city that people also look at them, right? So when you have the last name Cole in the city of Pearland and, you, and you're related to me, my kids know they're being watched. And so, uh, so all of this kind of works together. We, we know that people watch my family. People. And I don't mean from a stalking standpoint mm -hmm. all that, but you know, you walk into a restaurant. I have kids that uh, with their kids, they're out at a restaurant and people come up and go, hey, tell your dad hello. Mm. You know, and they walk on and their spouse will go, who was that? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right? They don't know. But clearly they knew, you know, who my kids are. I mean, I get it. Uh, my wife and I, we walk into a restaurant and people, they, I, I see people pointing fingers. And, and so it's just a matter of, you know, you're, you're always under a microscope. You're always on, mm -hmm. right? I mean, you, you, you tell your kids, you go out to eat somewhere and they're, they're, a, they're a reflection and a representative of you. And so I, as when my kids were, were young, I mean, we go into a restaurant, I was on council uh, many of those years and, you know, told my family, you're, you're part of me. You're part of us and, and how you react and how you act in public is a reflection on me. And so all of that works together. And so our family, how has it changed me as a family man? I, I don't know if it's changed me so much as it's just mindful that, that, that you're in the public view. And so we, we, how do we, how do we react and how do we uh, respond, you know, in those moments is a reflection of all of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the, my passions is when it comes to leadership is the more you know yourself, the more you can lead yourself. Yeah. So it's to dive into self-awareness and self-development. And, and I've heard you mention before on another podcast that you have a very core friends group. Uh, yeah. How is that friends group going for you? I still have it. I still call on them. Mm -hmm. uh, there, are, there are moments where, you know, I, I'll text and say, hey, guys, I, I need y'all to pray for me on this. I'm, I'm struggling with something or I'm facing a huge decision and I need, I need, I need that in my life. Um, and, and they were, I mean, 
the responses are immediate. I mean, they, they don't wait hours to respond. I get, we're on it right now. And, and that's comforting to know that I'm not in this alone. Uh, not only do I have my family around me and have my back, but I have, I have a core group of people. Uh, it's an accountability group. At the same time, I, I tell these, these gentlemen that, hey, you have license. If you see something that I'm doing wrong, you have license to bring it to me and, and talk to me about it. That's what accountability is, is all about, right? I've told people for years to, to hold me accountable. I, I'm an elected official. I work for who? The people, right? They don't work for me. I work for them. Um, and so hold me accountable. Now, I, I always tell people, do it in love, do it in respect. Don't shake your fist or scream or holler at me or abuse people. But, you know, it, it, if you go to a brother in love and say, hey, I see something that you're doing and I don't agree with and here's why, and you have a discussion about it, change can happen there, right? But if you go, I'm just going to throw my fist at you, <laughs> that's usually not met well, right? And so, and so I, I, that's, that's a having accountability around you all the time. And, and, you know, we, you, know, you mentioned, I, I think I would say I've grown as a person over the years. I would hope as we all age and as we all get older, we, we, we morph, we change, we get better as people. Uh, I'm not the same person today that I was when I took office three years ago. I'm certainly not the same person as five years ago or 10 years ago, right? Because we change and we morph, and I, I'm, I would hope we, we mature and get better. Uh, what's it? Fine wine, you know, yeah. it's better with age. Um, and, and so hopefully we're getting better with age. And, 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 and I've, had, I've had people tell me, you're not the same person that you were 10 years ago, let alone 20 years ago. I take that as a compliment. Right. Right. I take that as a compliment. Do I still make mistakes? Oh, Lord, yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Every day we make mistakes, right? Because that's where we're human. Um, and, and I tell people all the time, I, we're a work in progress. This side of heaven, we're a work in progress. Uh, hopefully we, we get better as that time, you know, gets, uh, you know, further down the track that we get, we get better. Um, what do you think is one way that we can continue to work on ourselves that way? You know, we, we do have, mis we all make mistakes. Um, so. What, what would you say? Hey, you know what? This is something that I do. I mean, obviously I know you said we have friends group and, uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say this and, and I've said this to other elected officials and I've told this, especially to newly elected officials. Don't take yourself too seriously. Right. So many elected officials dwell or take comfort in their, in their title. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and, and I, I'll say this and I'll say this to anybody that, that's, that's watching this. It, it's cool to be the mayor. I'll say that it is. It's cool to have that and be called the mayor and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, I, don't take yourself so seriously. Right. Um, and, and so know, know when you're in that position and in that moment, but you're not always the mayor, you're, you're a husband, you're a father, you're a pops. My grandkids could care less if I'm the mayor, right? They want me to be pops. 
And so there's a moment to be pops, not the mayor. Uh, now, I also understand 24-7, I have the title of mayor. But I see a lot of elected officials out there that if you don't call them by their title, boy, they get, they get their feathers ruffled. And, and I have people come up and they'll say, hey, Kevin, and they'll, they'll stop. And they'll go, oh, I'm sorry, mayor. And I, oh, time out. I was Kevin before I was the mayor, and I'll be Kevin after I'm the mayor. You know, don't ever apologize for calling me by my name. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I get the, I get the, the respect. I get that side of things. But so many elected officials lose sight of who they work for, that they get caught up in a title that everybody owes them something because of the title. Mm-hmm. I, I, I work for people out here. And if you want to call me something other than my, my title, that, that's fine with me. Uh, so don't take yourself so seriously that you have to be called your title and, and held to a different on a pedestal and those types of things. And, and, and I think if more elected officials would remember who they work for, I dare say we would have different problems in Washington, D.C. and other <laughs> places than we do currently. Right. Uh, and I, and I, like I said, I get it. There is a, there is a respectful side of people that they want to hold you to a certain, uh, respect. Uh, but as a, as an office holder, remember you, you hold an office because people hired you. Right. Remember who you work for, uh, digress real quick, but I, I go and visit with our our new employees every three weeks. We have, you know, people that come in that are hired by the city and I get an opportunity to go visit with them every, every week that, that, that this happens. And I remind them, I always tell them, you have a supervisor. Everybody has a supervisor, but that's not who your boss is. Who's your boss? And they all, was well, it you? No, no. We are all held accountable by 130,000 people that call Pearland home. They're our boss. That's who we report to. That's who we respond to, right? Even if you work for an, and I said, trust me, you have a supervisor. I'm not asking you to go outside of the chain of command with your supervisor. But remember when you're out in public, you've got that uniform on or you're driving a vehicle or whatever, and a member of the public stops you to ask a question, that's who you work for. <laughs> and if you keep that focus on the, on the individual citizen, it'll help with customer service. And government gets a bad rap sometimes because of customer service. If you will remember that's who you work for, uh, the, the, the customer service aspect will take care of itself. I think that's a great uh, way that we can take our public service can also help our business. Because yeah. as a owner of a company, yeah. you don't work, you know, obviously there's nobody hiring you, but there's also you, you work for your employees, right? Right. right. They, you may be the owner, but if you take care of them, they'll make sure they take care of the proverbial, they will turn around and take care of you. Yes. Right. Like, so right. no one's going to work as hard as me because I own the business, you know, right. I'm sure there's nobody in the city that works just as hard as you do because right. it's. You know, you're the leader of the city and I, uh, I want to take the time to acknowledge you for doing so. I, I see you everywhere, which yes. is uh, <laughs> awesome, you know, to, to, to see. Um, and as we, I want to make sure we could do it every time. As we wrap this up, do you have any like 
calls to actions for the the city of Pearland or for local business owners that you'd like to see someone who's like like on the fence wanting to learn how to get involved? Well, I'll say this: uh, we've we've heard the adage the the world is run by those who show up, right? Um, and so uh, we have an election coming up, uh, you know, and we've got uh, a couple of spots from from our council that are that are up. Again, the world is run by those who show up. We have about 10%, maybe 12% that will show up to the polls. And so at the end of the day, five to 6% of our, of our population will decide who, who runs and, and is on council, right? So the world is run by those who show up. So if you're a business owner and you want to be involved, or if you're just a citizen and you want to be involved, show up. Uh, we have, we always have boards, commissions, uh, openings, uh, go to our uh, city of Pearland website. You can, you can go on and search for that, show up, be, be involved. We have a, a bond election coming up and lots of money, lots of capital investment, your tax money at work. Right. And, and so be involved, be informed, uh, be educated on what's happening. Right. And, and at some level. Um, I can't expect people, um, I have to help educate people, but at the same time, people have to be willing to be educated, right? And understand and know what's happening in our community. It's a two way street. Um, and so I, I have to do my part. It's the reason why I have talk of the towns and my, my town halls quarterly is go out and, and disseminate information and bring city hall to where they live. At the same time, I need people to say, let's, let's engage a little bit more with our city and know and understand what's going on. Yeah, that means we're busy people, right? We, we're busy running our business. We're busy dealing with the kids. We've got baseball going on. We've got softball going on. We've got soccer. We've got all these kind of things going on. But at some point in time, our community needs us. We need business owners. We need people who are willing to take risk with capital with uh, risk, with hiring people and running their business. Uh, we need that mindset at City Hall. We need that mindset in community organizations, whether it's a nonprofit or uh, organizations like that. Show up and, and take your, your, your brain power, take your expertise to the community and be a part of the community. Um, the, the more we're involved together, the better our community will be. I think that it's a great way to, uh, to end things and wrap it up because when we started this conversation, it says we said, how do we keep this town feeling small? Mm -hmm. uh, it's when we feel the needs. Yeah. So if there's needs that need, that need to be met, we fill them. Um, and if you think you have a need, get involved and show up so that we can fill them. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, I love a, a good book. Yeah. My final question would be, yeah. do you have a, a favorite book that you'd like to recommend? I really don't. Outside of the Bible. I know that's like uh, yeah, books, I, so I, you're good to go. I, I, <laughs> I, I really don't. Um, not a, not a, just a set one. I, I, I tell people, be educated on whether it's a, a leadership lifestyle or a leadership sides of things. There's lots of good uh, books that are out there to do it. But more importantly, um, I, and I, I try to practice my leadership style is practicing just respect and dignity of other leaders and, and of our community. And I think the more we respect each other, the more we're willing to listen to each other. Um, I, I, 
I think the better we're going to be. Uh, we have 130,000 people that call Pearland home. And if I'm going to be so arrogant to think that I know it all, then we fail, mm-hmm. right? Instead, we open our ears and listen to the public and listen to different ideas, different points of view. Then you shape how our community is really going to be. And together we, we figured it all out, right? Uh, now, yeah, leadership, sometimes you have to make decisions. And it, uh, there's, a, there's a moment in time where you have to make decisions. But it comes after listening and hearing and, and engaging the public. I try to engage as much as I possibly can and hear from people. Uh, and I think that's, that's being respectful of other points of view, of other people's thoughts and ideas. Uh, my leadership style, I want to find people, I want people to find me engaging, open, uh, willing to listen, willing to learn, uh, not always agreeing, right? That, but that's part of it. Uh, we have people that come and speak to counsel. Doesn't mean that you always agree with them, but I certainly want to hear from people. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's part of my lifestyle is, it, or leadership side of things is I want to, I want to hear from you. Um, so I, that helped shape public policies. How can someone keep in touch with what you've got going on um, and keep in touch with you? Like, oh, you I, know, social I, or email? I, I, I tell people, I, I answer social media. Uh, I answer social media. I answer email. I answer text messages. Right. Uh, one thing I try What's to do preferred is way? my yeah. preferred way through the city is, is email. Uh, the reason is it's, it's all captured. Mm-hmm. It's all out there for people to to know and understand. So, uh, my email address kcole at pearlandtx.gov uh, is open for business all the time. I tell people to email me if you've got a concern, if you've got a question, uh, any of those kind of things. I like it there because I can point and send it to staff immediately uh, upon getting it and and engage, right. uh, and then vice versa, get back to people with with a, a, a way to contact them back. Well, uh, again, thank you for coming on. I, I really appreciate it. This has been a fantastic uh, conversation. I'm sure we could continue. Really? Oh, yeah, I'm sure we could keep <laughs> going. Uh, yeah. But I just wanted to highlight a few points that you said, yeah. you know, it, uh, Paraland is a growing city. It's, there's many needs out there. So make sure you get active and you step up. Uh, being a leader is anywhere from just being a father to taking care of yourself too, making sure you have a good friend group. And if you have a complaint with the city, uh, have you gotten involved first, you know, Uh, because those, that small percentage of folks who do get involved are the ones who are making decisions for the city. And if you want to see something change, make sure you step a part of it. Uh, Again, thank you. I think this has been a phenomenal conversation. I thank you guys for joining us. If there's anything that we can do for you, please be sure to follow along uh, from those of us at the Pearland Podcast Studio. We love you guys.